And welcome back to another episode of Wrestling is Trash, a podcast where the trash boys get together and we talk our thing. We talk AEW, WWE. We throw in the old school, the new school, Impact, New Japan. We talk everything. We book a territory. We talk about how we could do it better than, you know, the game Triple H and Big Bucks, Tony Khan, who keeps it a buck, which we'll get into that. And we respect that. But, you know, we're back. Another episode. Seems like we all had a good week. We've been busy. I know the three of us between working, you know, lose start in school. But we always find our time for the love of professional wrestling. And then speaking of professional wrestling, we got a jam-packed weekend. For the first time in my memory, please correct me where I'm wrong, we have a big weekend of WWE and AEW having the uh, same shows. But before we go there, the boys... The Trash Boys, how we doing? How you doing, Lou? Oh, bro, you already know. I'm doing excellent, bro. It's your boy, Don Enano, Pernilman X, Type 2 Diaboogie, XXXXL Tentacion in the house. Always <laughs> doing good. Unfortunately for my friends in podcasting, I missed my episode this week, unfortunately, because I started my fucking algebra class. It's not even algebra. It's fucking the thing before calculus. So whatever that shit is. So I had a rough week. I wasn't able to concentrate and get my pod on, but I'm gonna get my pod on next week. But uh, other than that, I'm doing good, bro. I'm ready to talk some wrestling. We got a lot of fucking wrestling to talk about this week. That is fact. And I did get my pod on. So please go check out the stuff I podcast everywhere. We're getting our pod on this Sunday, of course. But as we pod right now, I come to you always as the mayor. That DJ named Ace Five, your mom's favorite fat guy from deepest, darkest Africa. Lou just kind of came close to murdering me with the new intros. But I I will not laugh any harder. Just yet. one third of the trash boy throwing up the threes, as you might not be able to see. Um, yeah, I have had a decent week so far. Um, I, I'm glad one more day because I had to take the day off because Saturday, going upstate to my brother's house for a year late, but. They finally had a housewoman party a fucking year after they moved in, but that's not my decision. Um, <laughs> uh, we're going to do that. Um, my oldest daughter got the news yesterday that she made her varsity volleyball team as a sophomore. And on top of that, yesterday, I got my letter of potential promotion from work because I did pass nice. the supervisor test. So now it's just a waiting game of what class do I make? My boy, who's my supervisor in my garage now, and I call him my boy because me and him used to work behind the truck together. He's been keeping me up on the insides of the numbers and shit like that and where they're up to. And he let me know, yeah, I missed this one because they only took 50, but there's a chance that they can still get to me depending on who says yes, who says no. And a lot of people on my job, when they get comfortable as being, you know, sanitation workers, sometimes they get too comfortable. Sometimes they're too diva to where they can't deal with multiple personalities. And y'all know me. Y'all seen how I juggle shows. Mm-hmm. Lou, Lou seen it firsthand how I juggle the large show in person. I can deal with multiple personalities. So I ain't afraid of that shit. I got to wait my turn. 
but all in all, the good news came through. And that's what I was waiting for. True that, bro. That's awesome. Right. And that's believe awesome. it or not, too. Believe it or not, too. Out of all these years that I and all these jobs that I've worked, this is the first opportunity that I have to be some sort of a level of management ever. And you're talking to a guy who, when I worked for the Easy Pass company, the department I was in, the supervisors used to have to come to me to learn how to do the shit that they taught me. But I couldn't, but I couldn't get ahead because what what somebody told me who the manager of the department said that he didn't know that it got back to me. I knew too many people, but what little did he know is that I knew too many people, everybody in there fucking respected me and respected me enough that they would do the right thing behind me. But that shit is 20 years ago. I got a job I can retire from. Most of those motherfuckers don't. So, I'm good with that. Let me rest in my petty with that. And let's move on. <laughs> but yeah, so we got, like I said, I would like to be fact-checked. I should have fact-checked before I even said it, but I think this is the first weekend where we got a big WWE show and a big AEW show on back-to-back nights. Well, I guess day and night. Bro, no, we, I, got, we have, we have done NXT before. going against All Out. The NXT yeah. show is going directly against All Out, bro. They're actually going head to head on the same fucking night, which is that's never happened. It's that's crazy. That looks like a decent card too. It's crazy, but that's the power of Triple H. People are gonna go that way, even though this AEW card is hella intriguing because there's a lot of a lot of loose ends being tied up. As I, as I looked across the card, which you know what? No, we're gonna start in the day's order. I think. It's good. I was looking, I was going to, because I wanted to mention some of the names of stuff on here and then just say, yo, let's just fucking go into the card. But no, I'm just, I, 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 let's start with the clash because that is Saturday. We'll do the NXT one if you have it, if you want to. I know we were doing the major ones. Yeah, let's do the majors. Okay. So clash at the castle. Do you have the match order or do you just have the card in full? I have the card. Because I, I don't know the match to. order yet. Yeah, I don't know it either. Yeah, and I'm not sure if they're gonna add something uh Saturday uh tomorrow night, which I don't I wouldn't no. think they would because Triple H I don't think is doing that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? He's not adding last minute matches, but you you never know with these people. Yeah, and, and to be when, honest with you, this is nice that it's it's actually it's only a six match card. Mm-hmm. So it's because it, they they're treating it like it is one of their, I would say smaller. But they're also kind of treating it like it's a big show because there's title change. There could be title changes. Yeah. You know? And then, uh, so SmackDown, I won't ruin anything because you guys want to know or don't want to know. It's oh, that shit was taped, right? SmackDown was oh, taped. So they, yeah, 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 was yeah taped. so okay. not, nothing. I don't remember. I read it because I'm not watching tomorrow. I don't, but nothing crazy is happening tomorrow. Um, I'm excited for Clash. Oh, mainly, you want to know why I'm mainly excited? That shit's on at 10 in the morning here. I could watch Yo, that. That's kind of lit, bro. That shit's on at one o'clock, o'clock over here. Yep. Yeah, and I have a lit, whole bro. day after. Yeah, that's just <laughs> kinda, that shit is kind of lit. I'm not going to lie, bro. I'm actually fucking excited about this shit. That's my favorite thing about the overseas shows. I and might have great. to watch that Sunday morning yeah. because and that's during the time of my brother's thing. And I might be driving still because fucking he had to move two hours away. But, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and my and my dumbass, I fucking bought movie tickets, and I'm like, oh shit, my movie's at noon, and this shit starts at one o'clock. So now I'm like, do I just go to the movie and watch the show after? Because you know, Peacock don't let you fucking start from the beginning. The WWE app used to let you do that shit. Yeah, Peacock don't. WWE don't. app didn't give a fuck if you were five minutes to the end of the pay per view. They let you start that shit at the beginning. But this yeah. shit is just gonna start me right at the fucking wherever I'm at. So. Now I'm like, I don't know, bro. I don't know what to do. I still haven't decided. Yeah, well, we can still thank the cock pause for being able to go back and watch it the next day. Yeah, yeah true. Well, or later that day. Do, I ain't posting nothing in the chat, just in general, just let so no one gets ruined anything. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm mostly excited too for the UK fans. You know, everyone says they're you know they're a pretty loyal group of fans, and I've seen them at pay-per-views and stuff before so i think it's pretty dope they're getting their own show finally after whatever i they said it before 20 years or some shit a pay-per-view so oh, they're gonna be they're gonna be bugging in every match bro especially if there's only six matches they're gonna be fucking bugging because there's no there's no piss breaks there's no it's just like banger after banger yeah exactly and then um yeah so starting off i'm starting just at the bottom of the page unless danny you want are you want to run through or you want me to run through no, go ahead. And we'll take turns. I'll do the AW one then. Cool. I'm pretty sure it, it, it's it's I mean so looking yeah. looking at this card, I would think like probably the the six woman match will start, but I mean I don't know. The what I'm looking at here has Edge starting, which is he really gonna start? I don't think so. so that's what I, I guess. Okay, well we can start with that because I thought I heard that it could possibly be the riddle and Rollins, which you always need the fireworks. That might yeah. that might start. I'm actually thinking that match is gonna um that's gonna be match of the weekend. Like uh, on uh, all pay-per-views. You know what? We we want it to start, so in our world it's starting, so we'll talk about it first. Um R Matt Riddle now. Let's get it right, guys. It's Matt yes. Riddle. Yeah, his he name is Matt Riddle. Riddle. He rates his name, but uh Seth Rollins and personally, I've been a fan of it. You know, it's been a slow build. Which I think the three of us all appreciate a slow build. You know, in the Vince regime, this was going to be on at SummerSlam. We got a little tease of it there. Uh, but then they've had all the brawls. And then Seth Rollins said, pretty much, your wife hates you. You ain't shit. She took, <laughs> she left and took the kids. And I like that. You know, obviously, you could tell it was scripted, right? But I liked it. And uh, I, think, I think it's going to be a good one. You know, Neck Rollins has had a hell of a year. I think he's in potential top five for potential, you know, wrestler of the year, even though he hasn't oh, won yeah. one. He hasn't whether, won one. But what do you guys think about this one? Whether it's wrestler or performer of the year. You know, I watched that promo and I was just like, yo, this dude is just making me like him more and more and more. Like, this is the guy. I didn't like, I said it before and I'll say it again. I did not like early Rollins. I did not like the Shield. I didn't know Tyler Black back in the day because I was kind of tuned, checked out, but also I wasn't on ROH back then. I didn't know about it really. But this Rollins, like I said, the past, I, I said I, I finally changed my tune on him two years ago. These last two to three years of watching this dude work has been nothing short of incredible. And not just in the ring. Because like I said, it took me a while to really understand this guy is really the shit in the ring. It's that mic work. And especially with this promo, it, he really gave the vibes of, you want to whoop this motherfucker's ass. 
Mm-hmm. I think he is going to win. Me too. Because he's kind of dual win in a way. Mm-hmm. And this furthers the story along to where now he can have another three series matches with Riddle instead of Cody. But so far, I mean, for matches of the year, you can definitely put, you know, him and Cody in there so far. Maybe this could have the potential to see the same loop. Yeah, this this match for me, like like I said, um, I feel like this match is gonna be the match of the weekend. And that's that's saying a lot because we got a lot of fucking wrestling and we got a lot of good matches scheduled. But I think watching that promo, like Dan said, what I liked about that promo was like those little the little detail of of, of Seth Rollins not going, hey riddle. Yeah, like the fucking, you know, in character. He was literally like, yo, Riddle, you still there? Like, like that shit sounded like legit. Like, if he was just talking to, you know what I'm saying, just talking to another dude, he was like, yo, Riddle, you still there? Like, with that face, like, I hate this motherfucker. And Matt's like, yeah, bro. And then, you know, I mean, I don't need to go for rec- fucking recite it, but just the way uh, Matt Riddle reacted, I keep calling him Riddle, and I need to, I need to get back into this Matt Riddle. Uh, the way Matt reacted, it just made me think to myself, if they allow him to have a NXT style Matt Riddle match or any of the independent matches, the way he used to wrestle, they're going to fucking, if they start the pay-per-view, they're going to set the standard, bro. They're going to set the standard for the entire weekend from everyone's promotions because they're going to have a tremendous ass match. Um I would like to see what Riddle win, but Seth Rollins has lost like how many matches in a row? Like three, four pay per view <laughs> matches in a row, bro. Yeah, like, seems like every one of them. Pay per view match this year. Lost to Roman at Rumble, lost yeah. Chambers, then the three to Cody. Lost three to Cody. Like, he, man, like, you can't keep giving him L's, bro. He's got to win him. And, and let's keep a buck. This is not going to be the end of this feud. Like, they're not going to end this feud here. So it doesn't really matter if Matt Riddle loses. You know what I'm saying? Because. He can always come back from it, but I'm I'm literally excited to see this match. Um, I think Seth Rollins takes it, bro. Yeah, I think so. I think so yeah. too. And then before we move on, one of my I don't know if you guys remember because you mentioned NXT Matt Riddle, his debut on the NXT was 2017. That Cash was one of my favorite debut. Yeah, when he the bell rang and he just hit him with that sick knee and won. Like that was one of my one of the more favorite debuts of mine in the past in the past years personally yeah Um, i love nxt matt riddle bro he was awesome he had that goofy thing going with his his song and when he came out and fist bumping everybody and the slippers but bro when the bell rang those matches that he had with you know velveteen dream whose name we probably shouldn't be talking about um him and ricochet and fucking cole i mean he's had tremendous matches there so if they let him do that on the main roster with Rollins? Yep. I, uh, I don't know. The only thing, the only thing about the promo which made it turn to like, okay, I love the the fact and the feel of the realism behind it. Like it felt real. Yeah. Until he turned into South Shore Staten Island white boy with like that. Come on, come on, bro. Where is he at? <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill him. Like with nah, that, but that, you know that, what? That but that shit, no, no, but that shit it, was lit though. I it, it it was real. It felt real, but his face, because we're so used to that. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. It felt like he was forcing the serious in his face. I That's believe, 
I believe that that man can be dead serious at the drop of a dime. But like I just said, he reminded me of the 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 hothead South Shore Staten Island juice head that was like, "Come on, bro!" Yeah, he was on, he was giving he was giving uh he was giving <laughs> WWE RVD vibes. The fuck, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh. But most importantly, one of my favorite things that dude did, and he got it over, and this is kind of like you said, Lou, like you could be goofy. Remember? What was it? If Bobby Fish could fry, uh, Bobby Fish could oh, fry fish, how much fish would Bobby Fish fry? Yeah. Or whatever. Remember that? The bruiser. Yeah, but even, and not even that, not even that, when he was doing the, um, the bruiser weights with Pete Dunn, bro. Yeah, that was awesome. He, that was, that was, that was one of the first times when, when people started noticing, yo, this guy's like, he's not just like some goofy dude. Like he's actually like fucking hilarious, this guy. He came up with that little 30 second promo he had backstage where he was like, uh, what did he say? He goes, uh, I asked him to be my teammate. He gave me the bros. I gave him the, the, and the, the, what he said, the bros are weights were born, bro. Remember like, oh, this, this fucking dude's actually hilarious, bro. Remember when, uh, speaking of them, when they were going to that pay-per-view where they won the titles, when he's like, I got us a ride, bro, and they snuck into the bottom of Triple H's plane. <laughs> yeah. Next stop, Portland, bro. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think we, we I can think, all agree. I think, we've, I think it's only been 17 minutes, and we've already broken the bro record being – the word bro being said on this podcast, we've already broken yeah. the record. We smashed it. But as we know, bro, it's going to be a good match. This is this is now the Vince Russo show, and we are up to the next match on the card. Nick, uh, one that to be honest, me of all people, not that excited about. A little negative Nick incoming. Edge and Mysterio versus the Judgment Day, a rivalry that's just gone on too long, in my opinion. And if this heel turn with Dominic's gonna happen, just fucking happen already. Yeah, this is one of those I don't give a shit matches. But I, I do care that to see, like you said, I care to see a heel turn. Let him go with Judgment Day or Judgment Night or in between Rhea's legs as he likes a lot. <laughs> whatever the, whatever the, you said, which we all like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she seems super dope for real. Like seeing TikToks and other videos of her like in like real life Rhea. Uh, she seems like a super dope person. See, like all the, the goofy videos with her and her buddy and yep. shit like that. Like they they just they're hilarious together. You know, I don't want to say it like this, but they are the cute couple. You yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm well, saying? No, but... I know what you mean. And uh it sucks, man, because in 2022, I should be excited to see an edge in Rey Mysterio tagging one-on-one, whatever, right? You would think just because for me, childhood. You know, you think like, damn, but I don't know. I think I'm hoping Triple H puts a scrap in this Judgment Day plan because I think on their own, Finn and Priest can do a lot better. Well, I I think the Judgment Day thing can work. It's just not working with who they are putting in front of us. That's that's kind of the best way I could put that. It's like it's not working with who they're putting in front of us because – for some reason, people think Dominic can't wrestle. The boy is still improving on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. Like he's actually not as bad as what these people who never even sniffed the ring and never wrestled before try to say. Mm-hmm. Like you know, what I'm saying like he is to say he's better than y'all motherfuckers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And he's getting there. And it, it's that it's that thing of like 
he needs to be able to open up and spread his wings eventually. And so maybe maybe him going to Judgment Day, kind of which you know the idea Edge had for everybody that's in the faction now, maybe that could be his chance to take that step away from Dad. What you think? Yeah, it's 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 it's. Listen, either turn fucking Dominic into the fucking Judgment Day, or or like just make this the last match. I'm sick of this shit. Mm -hmm. I'm sick of. Why is Judgment Day only beefing with the Mysterios? Like, it's like, it shit is silly, bro. And then you got the Rhea Ripley thing. Like, she's just there constantly getting in the way of these dudes and nobody wants to hit her because she's a, you know, a female or whatever. And it's like, this shit is goofy. Like, can we just move the fuck on? Either bring Beth Phoenix or, or uh, I don't know, bro. But I said there wasn't any piss breaks in this in this pay-per-view. I feel like, honestly, this is, this is my, my piss break. I'm hoping that this breaks up the pay-per-view so I could go do something and then come back. Two things to what you just said. One, I think somebody might have spilled the beans on uh, 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 Beth Phoenix coming back. On mm. I think on uh, on uh, Busted Open, Wade, oh, Barrett, Wade Barrett was on there, and he kind of alluded that she might be coming back. She'd be coming back to do stuff with Rhea. Meanwhile, they had... Um, they had a uh, uh, Beth Phoenix on the show earlier in the week, and they didn't say any of like she didn't say like I'm coming back like she was you know it's like hey you never know but if you listen to the podcast version of this show he kind of was just like yeah so you know Beth Fe- we know but with Beth Phoenix coming back to possibly do some stuff with Rhea I was like oh but the thing I really wanted to get to is. Since Triple H is the man right now, since he's the head of creative and all of that stuff, and this is the time because she is the perfect woman to do it. Bring back intergender wrestling in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Not in this pay per view. I'm just mentioning in general. She can do it. Have her beat Dominic in one-on-one on Raw or something. My God. Do you know what that would do to Dominic, though? Well, yeah. His stock, his stock, is, his no. stock is already in the motherfucker. No, but, yeah. but what you could do besides, like, one-on-ones, like, I think we can all agree here. When she came back earlier in the year to fight Miz and Maurice, no one's Yo, like, I don't want, I don't want Beth can back you, Can you imagine? Can you imagine Rhea Ripley puts Dominic in the riptide and she pins him the way that she'd be pinning all those women with their fucking legs pinned back? Uh, and she you, got Dominic with his legs pinned up in the air. Nah, bro, you can't. I'm jealous. <laughs> and like somebody, like somebody, somebody said, I, I, no, I'm listening to UWO. Shout out to the boys over UWO. I think one of them made a joke. Like, you know, most of this locker room used to change your diaper. And so it would just be reminiscent of that on the main stage <laughs> of Dominic getting his diaper changed. Yeah. By man. somebody bigger than him. So but I think <laughs> we can all agree. Hopefully it ends here. The most I could see it going is maybe they oh. finally do a six person tag. Beth joins them, Rhea joins them, which I'd be down to see that. But that don't got to be on the next premium live event. You know, you got to speak it right when it comes to them. Hopefully that's the fucking next word to go. Yeah, please. Yeah, no, but you know what though? I've come around on that shit because it literally is a premium live event because it's not a pay-per-view anymore. You don't pay for the pay-per-view. It's already paid for in the app. So yeah, it's literally please. a premium live event. I mean, not I've kind of turned the corner on that thing, at least for WWE. Please, yeah. please, please. And then, uh, <laughs> 
Oh, and then, um, yeah, so commentary, you know me. I'm a mark for my boy on commentary. Pat, I don't think he's making it out on this trip unless he's flying oh, today. Oh, wow. Because he, uh, he did his show today. Oh shit! You know, and I know he's he didn't go to Saudi, but I is think he's he, like I think he's like a Kevin Owens, where he's like, is yeah, he's vaxxed. Bro, um, this dude is. Yeah, he oh, is. He, might, he did say he is, he's vaxxed because of WWE. Actually, he might be a. He might. He might go though. I mean, he might jump on a plane because that motherfucker be everywhere, bro. He's at John Cena's party. He's at the fucking fight. He's he's yeah, he goes so, everywhere. Hopefully, he's there because I enjoy his commentary. And then, because you know, we can all agree we don't like Corey Graves as much. And that's who usually takes his spot on the show. So, yeah. You know, open- I always wonder, I always wonder how those things go, actually. You imagine, like, I mean, how, to be invited to John Cena's party would be kind of like crazy. But can you imagine, like, you're catering a fucking event and it's like John Cena's party and you're walking around and fucking Brock Lesnar standing there drinking a fucking tequila, standing there talking to Pat McAfee and shit, and just yeah. chilling. It's like, yeah, bro, he's got. <laughs> For me personally, I'd be like, holy shit, this is fucking, this is yeah. some crazy shit. So, uh, so prayer circle that Pat makes the flight. That's the one thing I just had to plug. My yeah, weekly, we, my we, we need that energy. Yeah, my weekly. I think he would, I think he would go because just because of the the fact, I feel like that crowd is going to be fucking bananas the whole pay-per-view. Yeah, and like I so said, I, I think, oh, sorry. I think the only no. reason he doesn't do Saudi is because I think, like you said, I think he's like a Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, yeah. like, you don't, you don't fuck with that. Probably, bro, well, well, Sami Zayn does it for yes, the political reason because yeah, yeah. because it's because Syri- he's Syrian and all that they might he might not do it on some America shit you know 9-11 because <laughs> yeah, they, he, is, they, he is in, a pretty uh motivated American yeah and uh like I just a side note um a lot of the people who lost lives well the, the fire department unions <laughs> and stuff like that is actually upset because uh the live uh golf tour is doing an event at a Trump course in the Bronx and New York just approved it. So they're upset just because it's a Saudi company and yada, yada, yada. It doesn't mean that those people are the ones that did it. That's you casting yeah, hate over an entire culture of people. Yeah, people got to chill out, bro. Yeah. You know, 9-11 was a tragic incident, but you can't cast it over everybody. That's- you can't cast it over everybody. But one thing, quick side note of news the one thing that has been casted over everybody that we definitely didn't ask for. Quick thoughts on the Titan, Adam Shearer. Oh. I, I I absolutely hate it. I wanted him to continue to control his narrative and work like that indie wrestler that he was shitting on when he had his little cushy spot for five more months before he got cut from the WWE. Ain't that funny? Ain't that funny? They created that fucking company because they wanted to control their own narrative and their characters and we're going to be different. And as soon as fucking WWE calls, the motherfuckers is like, you see the little cloud, like the fucking Roadrunner cloud. Which of course, of course, with that kind of money being thrown at you, I, I'm not going to sit here and hate, but it's just funny to me. Like they claim to have all this, pride and shit and they're like nah we're doing this and fuck the establishment and then WWE because they're like oh gotta go running back yeah i'm just but, having frost um, to get as invested as look i like braun when he first came out like i liked him a lot when he first showed up like he was just a big scary quiet fucking and you look at this guy and you're like roman reigns is a big dude and he was throwing roman reigns around like a goddamn rag doll 
And it was just kind of like, who's going to beat this dude? Like, if he decides to go for the title, who's beating this dude? He was and a then, legit you know, strong man. Like, yeah. And they gave him the train thing and they made him a face. And then the whole yeah stupid that, thing with Shane and the slime. And the, I mean, it just they didn't do tag, him any favors. Tag team with the kid Nicholas, right? Yeah, I like that actually. Well, I, I like it too. I, I marked for it because of name reasons. Yeah, no, I, I like liked that. it. I liked it too because, like I like I said in the, in the, in our group chat before, it's like I really like this dude as a wrestler mm-hmm. in WWE. Like he seemed like that perfect WWE fit character that was this big monstrous giant who played well with the and not to say it like this, but played well with the kids. You know, yeah. like he looked like he yeah. did well with children, and that's something dope. Mm-hmm. And in a company like that, that that's what they look for. Amazing. Until again, political views, I can compartmentalize that. It was when he shit on his brothers and sisters of the ring that was just, I'm done, and I'm not even a wrestler. I'm a fan. I watched to analyze, but I'm a fan. But I was done with him as soon as he got with that high and mighty cocky bullshit with that get off your boots, get it up by the bootstraps type of mentality and talking shit because he was making two million a year and was able to sit home during the pandemic comfortably while other people had to worry about where the next meal was coming from. Yeah, absolutely fucked up. And I'm a person who worked. I worked through the entire pandemic. So fuck people like him who were talking shit that didn't have to work, that was able to stay hidden in their house and fucking be, you know, play whatever they be that type, whatever type person they wanted to be. That's why I was glad he went and controlled his narrative. And I almost wanted to give that a chance until I started reading their mission statement. Yeah, and, and, and until I started to see I could I wasn't. I wasn't for the vaccine. I had to do it to protect the paycheck. But when you are shitting on the idea of people getting something, which again, legitimately killed people to fight, getting something to fight literally legitimate, you know, you're fighting against people and their choices. You're talking stupid shit. You sounded like every other Trump idiot out there during now and his presidency. It was just complete turnoff, complete turnoff. But you don't shit on your brothers and sisters of the ring like that just because you were making two mil a year. Fuck you. Yeah, no, I I, I agree in that aspect. And I'm I'll be honest, like uh, my stance, and I don't get into it. And for work reasons, you can probably understand which way I go because I need to do what's best for me and my family mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. I go. You know, but I'm not one of them idiots. That's not me by any means, if you can't tell. But I just do because that historically protects my paycheck. And improves my paycheck, but I don't agree with that whatsoever. Like cocky, just ignorancy. Because, like I said, my family suffered through it. You know what I mean? Like, and so many others. And it's like how, and he was a guy who cried for being bullied when he was a kid on the WWE 24 about being bullied, and then it's like, and then you're gonna do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's fucked. And that's the thing. I liked this dude so much. He was. He was the character where when I knew Vince fucked him up, I was like, yo, Vince solely fucked this dude up. That's when I realized Vince has really got to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> fucking this dude up. Like, come on up. Brock Lesnar yeah. squash again and again and again. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, just like even the little things. Like, you had to add a choo-choo train sound to his fucking intro. Like, that shit's goofy. And then, like, and 
they have to they have to have Michael Cole yelling the Strumlin Express. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. Then, like, then he just did douchier things when he got out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm one. And this might be a flaw to some people. To me, I don't think it is. I can watch what's on my screen and judge that person, like Braun Strowman, not Adam Shear. You know what I mean? So I can still be like, all right, that's cool, but Adam Shear, you're a piece of shit. Because then he did the whole control narrative thing. Like, I just thought that was dumb. Like, I thought that was dumb. Like, the concept, everything of it was dumb from day one for me. Then you, then like, I don't know, just I see the things the dude wears. Like, he dresses like a douche, in my opinion. Like, just do, then he had that dumbass haircut. I don't know if he still has it, like the fucking V that goes like back to his head. And I'm like, I don't know, dude. Like, like, and I'm one, and I say this everyone, I can try to find the good in fucking everyone. I, that's a flaw of mine. But he's just one where it's like, damn, bro, you just keep giving me layups. They're not like yes. It's not a flaw because I can, I try to do the same thing. Yeah, but I yeah. also try to see the, all sides of everything. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, I, yeah. But I, 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 and, to what you were saying, it was what I said before, compartmentalizing a person. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I was telling people the other day, like I can have, I like, I've been cool with, I don't have those, a lot of those hangups about white people that most do. Most of my people do. I've been cool with people who are Trump supporters, but I can leave that portion of our friendship and relationships out of everything. It never has to come up. But if it comes up, be prepared for a conversation. Don't just pull his dumb talking points out your ass. Give me some shit that's legit. And I'm going to throw fact back at you. But once we put that aside, it's over. But it can stay over there. It can stay over there. It can never be. And to, I think a lot of us could get along better if we was able to be able to be more flexible. And it's another thing I tell junior guys on my job, junior guys and girls on my time, on my all the time on my job. You got to be flexible. You got because with my job, you can work with a different person every day of the week for your whole first five years of your career. Yeah. But you, you got to be flexible and not just in your body, but here. If you can be flexible up here in your mind you'll be able to coast through your career like nothing. Yep. You know, 15, 15 years for me has went by like a breeze. Yep. I'm in the, I'm in the last quarter of the game now. Yeah. And we are not at the last corner of the pay of the pay-per-view, yeah. but we are almost done. I yes. just wanted to side no. note on that real quick. Fair thing. We talk all things wrestling, so it's fair. But one thing I think everyone wants to talk about, because everyone was glamoring for it, but I would say at least a solid year now I've seen it in talks. The Intercontinental Championship, Gunther, yeah, oh, defending oh against Sheamus. And as Sheamus said last week, now this motherfucker, he cashed a check. Let's see if he can, you know, whatever. He, he wrote a check. Now let's see if he can cash it saying banger after banger after banger after banger. Two things I really like about this before I want to pass it off to you, Dan. One, I'm happy to see the IC title on a, on a show, on a big show. Very happy about that. And then I think we've all said it before, Walter, Gunther. I'm just happy. We're going to see two dudes who are going to look at each other and Gorilla and say, let's go beat the shit out of each other. And that's I, what they're going to do. What I would, I I know that Walter <laughs> or, Gun, or, or Gunther, what, I, I don't want to say Gunther, Gunther, Fulter. Walter, what Walter, I know he should win. 
in my opinion. I believe he's going to win. You don't give that man a strap like that after coming off of a three-year run and then get it off with him so quickly. But I would like him to lose only so they can sit him in the back for a little while, recover, because shout-outs to Brian UWO, as he said, well, he said Sheamus is going to look like the Kool-Aid man when this match is all said and done. Because of how red he's gonna be, which I believe I they are going to be red skinned messes. Messes. Side note, that's who the real color people are, but I digress. But um <laughs> but Walter's winning, but I would like to see him lose just for the story purposes of let him fall to the back since they're giving names back. Give us back Walter. And, and it's the old theme song. <laughs> I want Imperium back. Bring back Imperium. Go get fucking um and damn, I want him back and I forgot his fucking Alexander name. <laughs> yeah, bring back Alexander Wolf. Bring the whole trio or all fucking four of them, bro. And let them like come out and do that on that big ass fucking Titantron screen with the Imperium logo and they all doing their shit, bro. That shit Yo, so dope. That white screen. With an all blacked out crowd in a huge arena, man. And people tried to say Karrion Cross had the best intro. Fuck out of here. Nah, that Imperium, that shit is hard. Like, and it's just, it's literally just go black. Imperium comes out, and it's just a white screen, and it's just that music playing, bro. And they just doing their fucking pose. That shit is dope. Ain't it's nothing better than that. So, what are you taking on this, Lou? Do we see Sheamus as a Grand Slam champion after this? Because it's the one title that's eluding him of it. I could see them doing it, but I kind of feel like they're trying to build up Gunther. Um, if It's hard because they're trying to legitimize the title, right? But you want to see Sheamus get that Grand Slam, that one title that's, that's eluded him. He could always get it later, but like it's funny because I wouldn't be mad either way. Because I think I'm just going to enjoy the actual match. So if Sheamus wins and gets the grass now, I'll be happy for dude because I like Sheamus. Um, and if Gunther wins, he just keeps on fucking rolling. He beats a former heavyweight champion. All it does is build up Walter Moore, Gunther, whatever his fucking name is. And uh, it just makes him look bigger and better and it brings more to the title. So what I'd like, though, is to bring back that goddamn white intercontinental title. And get rid of that weird ass looking. That shit looks weird, bro. I don't like that diamond. That shit just looks weird, bro. That does not look like the Intercontinental title to me, man, at all. Yep. It does not. And they're talking about, I don't know if you guys read, um, because I don't know if we shared it. We might have some that they're doing new title designs. Yeah, Triple H is working on several different titles from what I read. Several titles. Hopefully it's the big fucking W is gone too, because we get it. But <laughs> we get it. <laughs> But this is, yeah. And then, you know, I liked their promo they had last week. You know, maybe the stuff of, like, their boys fighting and then just making eye contact, that's like a hit or miss depending on the person. But Gunther was just, he said it. I ain't going to, what he something along the lines, like, I'm going to slap your chest. So, like, he just, I don't know. Damn, you know what? I didn't even think about the fact that um, Sheamus got his brawling brutes. He got his group. So yeah. if they just bring back Alexander Wolf, and um, they had another dude with well Eichner, but he's in fucking NXT, right? They changed yeah. his name. 
Yeah, Vici, I think he is now. They could run this a Survivor oh. Series. Shit, they could run hell yeah, they could run that Survivor Series, bro. They have just yeah. four on four and just let them all go nuts. And, and yes, Roots, bring, bring back the full year. Yes. Bruiserweight hopefully is back. I think Triple H will do that because we all know Pete Dunn's a Triple H guy. This yeah, whole yeah. this whole fucking schoolboy hat and suspenders shit. I mean, I get they're kind of going for like a Peaky Blinders thing, but come on, bro. That you fucking that's Pete Dunn, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I like I said though, I liked it because it's very very much scrappy do energy. <laughs> And, but they don't even let him. The, and they don't even let him talk, bro. But compared to see, the size of the other two, he was next to. Yeah. That little scrappy dude. Let me at him. Let me at him. Type energy. It worked because he's yeah. the little dude amongst them. But we all know the bruiser weight. Yeah. But the we belt. know the bruiser weight and and the finger, the the the, the finger stretching and all that shit he does and. You know, pause if applicable, but <laughs> you know, but yeah, what's next? Yeah, next, this one you guys will be shocked. Don't want to talk on it long because SmackDown Women's Champion Liv defending against Shayna, and I am Team Shayna. I want Shayna of NX. Wow, look at uh, this guy. Well, I told you before, I've met Liv. Liv's my Liv. Like I said, I'll say it again. Her moveset's improving, but I like Liv for the looks. For the looks, I think she's just a very pretty girl. But as I told you guys, like before, I DM Shayna that one time, like fucking around. She gave me a whole lift. So cool ass person, a legitimate badass in real life. Was awesome in black and gold. Let's run that back. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I love Shayna. I love Shayna Baszler. I've always felt like she's. Her NXT run was phenomenal. Um, and I always feel like, you know, I've always felt like they misused her. Even when she came out with, like, the vampire thing where she bit Becky. and They could have kind of made that still work. Because I didn't, I wasn't the biggest fan of that shit. But I kind of saw, like, they just, it was crazy. Like, this bitch, you've never seen anything like that before. And they were like, yo, who is this bitch? And it got people talking. But I, I just, I, they really had her floundering for years now and it's nice to see her be back to her form um she could work a little bit on that that promo the promo mm -hmm. still a little it's not totally there yet but she'll get there she's she's very competent man um it kind of sucks that she doesn't have her like own horsewomen anymore because they're all scattered all over the fucking place now but she doesn't really need them um live ah man it, it sucks because i like the girl and I'm happy. She works hard, bro. Liv works hard to, to to try to be the best that she can, bro. But I just don't buy her. Like, I don't, I can't, I don't buy her beating anyone. And I don't know why that is. She just never, she doesn't seem convincing to me as like a threat to for anybody. Not even Nikki Ash, bro. I think Nikki Ash will give her a fucking a run. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just it, it's it's unfortunately that she's gonna be like transitional, but I just don't see her beating Shayna, bro. Ain't no way. And I am a okay with everything y'all all just said. There's I I again, Nick, you're right. Very pretty woman, very beautiful woman at that. But her size and everything, comparing to nothing screams champion about her. 
I think that might have been a Vince move to quell the IOC. I mean, you know, the IWC to, to, to finally say, hey, you know, you did your thing. Good job. Congratulations. Here's the, you know, let's see what you can do with it. And in my opinion, it's looked like she's really done nothing with it from my point of view. No, and I'm, I'm a supporter. You know, it's looked like she's legitimately done nothing with it. And I think if there's any time to shock everybody with a move like this, let it be now with Shayna Baszler. And then, guess what? Forget Ronda going back at Liv for the belt. Now you have the natural build of two friends that are legitimate fighters going at it. Why the fuck not? It's time for Shayna Baszler, in my opinion. Yep, because kind of like you said, Lou, before we move on real quick, I just kind of wanted to throw it out there, is I'm, I understand it's a scripted sport, like everyone says, and sometimes, but when there's just the clear picture, and sometimes it's size, you got to go with the obvious. Like, not to go, because we can go on a tangent when we talk about that show, but like when I was at Double or Nothing and I saw Adam Cole beat Samoa Joe, like, I like Cole, but I'm like, bro, look at, look at Samoa Joe. Like, you know what I mean? The size and all that. Like, sometimes you have to go with the obvious, you know? But um, next we got a match I'm actually looking forward to because it's the first time, I think, on TV we see the trio. Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka facing Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. For me, I think the obvious... The, the brand new trio's got to take this W. I see Bliss taking the pin because I think if I'm thinking Triple H, I think he holds Oscar a little bit higher, clearly from her NXT run. That's obvious, but I'm excited for this one. I think the girls are gonna they're gonna show out here. What are you guys thinking? I am not excited for this one, but I totally agree for purposes of the build. You gave us this new faction. With uh, with with Bailey, who is looking, my goodness! But um, <laughs> yeah, you you gave us this faction. There's a reason why Dakota and EO came back. There's a reason why they were kind of highlighted in this tag tournament that they weren't in in, in the beginning, in a way. You know, there, there's a reason for all of this, and the hodgepodge of Bliss, the champ, and Oscar just doesn't work i mean it works because they are all beautiful women and it's it's a match but there's nothing that unifies them yep. like faction so giving it to the faction uh so a couple things about this so i of course love to go to kai um but i feel like this they this group that they have, what you just said, there's nothing like, I know that they're calling themselves control or something of to that nature. They don't even really have like an actual name of what they're calling themselves. They're just these three women together. Damage um, control. Damage control is the, is the yes. name, the unofficial official name. I don't understand. I mean, I don't know. I'm just probably thinking too much into it, but just knowing their characters from like NXT, I'm, I'm having trouble understanding why they're together. And also, I don't think that their matches have been great leading up to this thing. Um, I haven't really been impressed with any of the 
matches they've had on Raw. That first one that they had was bad, but again, EO had been out of action for a while. So, um, and again, these people do things that I certainly can't do, but I was not really impressed with what I've seen. Um, and Alexa Bliss, is it me or does she seem like lost? Like she's coming out with the doll, then she doesn't come out with the doll for like two weeks, and then she comes out with the fucking doll again. Like, yeah, I don't have, I don't think they have any fucking clue what they're doing with her and her character. She's like coming out and smiling, and then she's got her doll, and then like she just brings the doll out, and it's like it's not even Lily anymore. Like the the before there was at least like magic and shit that the doll was doing. And now it's just like, I'm just going to bring this fucking thing out because it's a merchandise seller. Well, dude, real and, quick, real quick. I, it goes back to what I think we was just talking about. And that's that believability. I, I, if we, if we haven't realized anything from what triple H has done so far, there feels like there's a, a, a return of a sense of reality. Who does Alexa bliss really look like she can be? No, See, but, this, but and then this, this is what's funny. I disagree with that because I love Alexa Bliss as woman's champion. I thought she was a badass. I didn't. No, no, I didn't say she was a bad champion. But I, what I said was for the women they have now, who does she legitimately look like she can be? Like I, other, again, other honestly, live. if she goes back to that personality that she had before, like with that old music. And her old, the old way she was when she was champion, she was a devious little bitch. And she was beating people that she had no business beating. And it's funny because I buy her in that role. But when I look at Liv, I'm like, I don't, I don't see her beating anybody on the roster, bro. Nobody. Natty, Tamina, shit, Alicia Fox. Uh, dig her out of the fucking grave and throw her in the ring with Liv. I don't think Liv's beating her. Like I just see that like I feel the opposite for Alexa. That's why I'm wondering. Like she's kind of also floundering. Yeah, she's in this high-profile feud, but her character is just like it's not defined. So I'm curious to see what they do with her because she she should just go back to being a heel. I think that's her best bet. Yes, a hundred percent. She's one of them that just has to be a heel. Um, we'll see. Because do we all think? Because Monday they're doing. Oh no no no! Fuck! Wow. I'm so lost. I was like, Monday they're doing the titles, but I forgot that happened. Um, that yeah, that that was weird. That was Triple H's first bad decision. But um, anywho, it was also kind of anticlimactic because the whole day everybody like online was like, Sasha and Naomi are coming tonight. They added Sasha and Naomi back to the WWE roster. So when you go to like the website and you click on rosters, you see they were there. And they had just put them back on. So people were like, oh, shit, they're going to come out tonight. They're going to come out tonight. And then the match is over. And you see, like, half the crowd looking and pointing their phones to, like, the ramp. And nothing happened. So it was, like, mad anticlimactic. Also, to my understanding, they're trying to, the, the angle of they pinned the wrong person happened. Yeah. Yes. So do we think we see Sasha and Naomi here? I don't think so because they're, they're, nah. it's not it's it's not really doing anything with the titles. Um, Plus, so no need to fly them overseas right yeah, now. Yeah, I wouldn't think so because it wouldn't really. I'm trying to figure out how it would make sense for them to come out because let's say Damage Control wins and then Sasha and uh, Naomi come out and it's like, okay, well, there's two of y'all and there's three of us. So what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do? You know yeah. what I mean? 
Yeah, because I don't see them coming back this Monday because the rumored is Braun's coming back Monday. So I don't think they would do two and one. Maybe on SmackDown. I don't know. We'll know. And then um, the last on this show, certainly not least, the WWE uh, Undisputed Universal Champion, Roman Reigns, defending against the homeboy, the Drew McIntyre. I'm going to go hopefully not on too, too, too long of a rant here on this. So I've always, for months now, you can hear on the show, I've said either Drew or Cody should be the one to beat him if they stick to the one title thing. Then after a while, I was leaning like 75 Cody, 25% Drew. But I don't know, man. I really wouldn't be that mad if Drew won. I think Drew's kind of low-key been on a roll. His promos have been good. Then I don't know if you guys saw the video he had on Twitter. I don't know where else it might have leaked of him like doing the workout with Broken Dreams playing, which hopefully yeah. that would be dope if that happened. I'm going that it's not just so if it doesn't happen, I don't get let down. But I don't know, man, especially Roman doing this part-time schedule. Drew, I could picture Drew maybe doing the whole, you know, I think there should always be a fighting champion. Maybe give up the one bell. Like, I could see Drew doing it better than Roman. Roman's Tribal Chiefs two-year anniversary was the other day. So, like, not saying it's played its course, but, like, I don't know, man. Like, I can't. This is the one I really don't know who's going to win, and I really don't care, to be honest. If Drew wins, I'd like the moment. I don't know. It's, I guess I mean, a long how, ramp how much fucking How much fucking longer is this going to go? <laughs> Yeah, how and like how much longer is he gonna have the goddamn belts? Like, what else can they possibly do? He already smashed Brock Lesnar eighteen times. He yeah. beat Edge with fucking Daniel Bryan on top of him. He beat he beat everybody. It's yeah. it's been two years. Like, yes. and, then, and I like Roman Reigns, but it's like yes. okay, bro, it, we need to figure something out here. We need to get these belts off of you. We need to put one belt on Seth so that when Cody comes back. They can go fucking ham over that shit. Because Cody, you know, that way Cody with his three wins, Seth has the belt now. That's a perfect fucking setup for a, a WrestleMania match. Yeah. The belts need to be separated, bro. If they're yes. going to have two belts still, fine. But let's let's go, bro. It's, it's yeah. time. And then, because the thing is, everyone's like, well, Roman's got to keep it for The Rock. All right, whatever. Say you go Get that Get the fuck yeah. out of here. One, that match doesn't need belts. And two... If it does, Roman's obviously going to win. So that means he's not losing the title at Mania in April, which means what's he going to hold on to it? Realistically, another year till July or August at SummerSlam. Like, in my opinion, the UK crowd in this show is kind of the, the number two show of the year, in my opinion, over SummerSlam because it's different. It's unique. Like, you got, but the one thing, I don't know if you saw Tyson Fury, who's been open, like, oh, I would fight Drew, is sitting ringside for this match. So I don't know if that plays a part in Drew losing or if Drew wins. Maybe when they do a Saudi show, it's Drew and Tyson for the title. I don't know, but okay, I'll pass it on to you, Dan. But I'm not this, okay. I don't know. This yeah, this is a whatever happens happens kind of title match for me. Um, <clears throat> I I've kind of already mentioned before uh, this bloodline thing. It, it's feeling like it's run its course, even though they added a little bit more seasoning with the whole Sami Zayn situation, which, which has been great. Um, word is the solo Sokoa is coming up. So is he going to be a part of the bloodline or is, I mean, he technically is a part of the bloodline. 
you know, de facto, you know, no, shoot, real life. He's a part of the bloodline. But um, they're talking about Bronson yeah, Reed too. That's that would be interesting too. But um, but you know, I, I it's I am I'm really Roman matches are starting to get back to that uninteresting part. You know, and I like the dude. I like where he's at right now. That man has killed it during the pandemic, coming out of the pandemic, two-year run, which is somewhat unprecedented for this modern era of wrestling, even though when I uh, responded to uh, a TikTok post and I mentioned he's still got another year to catch up to Walter of recent modern times, but... He's never catching 10 years of Bruno, like Bruno. Yeah, no you one's ever gonna that. no one's ever you, catching that, bro. Nobody you forget no. that. Just stop it. Someone's so being <laughs> just stop that for real. Nobody's He's never ever Roman Reigns is never gonna be. I know that uh Vince ain't there anymore, but I know if I know Vince wanted to have that Roman Reigns is the longest reigning champion of all time. I I know he was coming in his pants trying to get that tagline going, well, but it's he never is gonna the, happen. He is the longest reigning WWE champion of all time. If we want to play, you know, particulars and semantics. Specifics. Yeah, semantics, but you know, WWE, but that's it. He nobody's touching Bruno. They could stop now if they'd like. Yeah, but and they constantly they constantly bring him up too. So there ain't no way to erase that shit. Yeah, yeah. And it well, which is also surprising because for a long time, Bruno was uh, persona non grata in the company. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. this match is what it is. Like Drew, Drew has has earned it back. I would say he, mm-hmm. he earned the right to get it back. And maybe this is the moment that everybody was looking for when everybody said, "Oh, Drew didn't have his fair run in front of fans. He was perfect as the pandemic champion." Mm-hmm. I think he worked the best under the pandemic as champion. Yeah, and that and but that I, match I, he I, had I, with Brock Lesnar, even though it was no fans, that I, that I fucking love that match. I thought that match was bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That all his, his run with freaking uh with with uh with with uh what's the name um Randy Orton was yeah, you know that ambulance that. match was fire. Like, come on, the dude did the damn thing during the pandemic. Maybe it is time for him to have it in front of fans. Whoopie do. Uh, I'm not picking a winner. I just, just hopefully it's a, it's not a typical Roman match. <laughs> I guess I'll say it like that. Well, I don't want to say that because I don't know. That fucking last man standing match was good. <laughs> but it, that last man standing match, I, the irony of last is it, it took the last to finally give us some memorable shit. That goddamn tracker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It took the last to give us we something waited to say okay. Eight thousand years for that tractor, damn <laughs> Yeah, but I all in all, I mean six matches, it should be a quality pay-per-view because you're packing everything in tight. It should awesome. be done within two and a half. Hey, there you go. It should be done within two and a half, three hours. You know what I'm saying? Six matches, everybody. Everybody's going to get enough time. So it should be a very good show. I'm definite that the crowd is going to be up for it. You know what I'm saying? So all, all we can do is just hope for a very damn good show. 
But then we move yeah. on to. The well, I have one. I have go one right ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ten, ten second no last round. That's no, no, it. No, no. Go right ahead. There's go only ahead. one thing I'm really hoping for. If they add any match, I want Usos and Profits. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let's move on to AEW. We got a silence, bro. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm obviously a thousand. Wow. You no. fucking brought the show to a screeching halt with that. <laughs> and that's not. <laughs> that's, and that's that's a world reaction. And as I sip the soda, hey, are we gonna go over the? Um, are we gonna go over the world's collide card or no? Nah, no, nah. no. That's what I asked before we started. Like, we we kind of said Nick said now nah, we're going over the majors. Yeah, right, that's cool because it's. Also, I was just gonna kind of correlate because it's also six matches, and that's one of the things I love about these NXT shows is that they're bro, two hours well, and out. You, that's it. You got you have the card up. Yeah. So just run through the card real quick. We don't need to um, react real on quick, it. just in case people wanted to hear about it. Uh, so it's I don't know if it's in order or not, but you got Gallus versus Pretty Deadly versus the Creed Brothers versus Josh Briggs and Brooklyn Jensen for the NXT and the UK tag team titles. So kind of a clusterfuck of a match there, but that should be pretty entertaining. Uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter versus Nikki Ash and Dewdrop for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. I have no clue how Nikki Ash and Dewdrop ended up on NXT because I completely missed that. So last Tuesday, just Tuesday alone, all of it happened. It's a huge main roster went down probably to, hey, let's try to get some eyes on our product versus the other product. <clears throat> I'm happy to see those two get some sort of shot, to be honest. And yeah. Dewdrop in that. Hopefully Nikki gets rid of the mask and the thing and goes yeah. back to Crazy. Nikki Cross. And but uh, this match here, now this match here is interesting because you got Carmelo Hayes versus Ricochet for the NXT North American Championship. Sleeper match of the weekend. That's, bro, that's going to be something. Um, Mandy Rose versus Michael Sat Satamura versus Blair Davenport for the NXT and NXT UK Women's Championships. I don't understand how this is laid out here because I'm looking at this and it's like it's it seems like it's because like the first match the first match I said Gallus versus Pretty Deadly versus Creed Brothers versus Josh. Okay, well that's what a they're doing, tag. Lou. What they're yeah. doing is is they're mixing. <laughs> what they're doing is they're mixing the NXT and NXT UK because as we all know by the news is that NXT UK is going on hiatus and coming back as NXT Europe. Yeah. Retiring the title, so they have a. It's basically a triple threat match for both women for both titles, uh, with those three women. And then I think the main event is Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate for the NXT and then NXT UK Championship. So it's an interesting show. Um, I'm probably not gonna watch it live because I'm gonna be at the theater for All Out. So um, I'll watch it. You know, probably not when I get home because it'll be like because you know these fucking AEW shows are like 16 hours. So <laughs> I'll probably watch it on uh, Monday morning or something. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll probably watch it Sunday because I didn't pay for all out. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'll probably I'll probably try to at least tune in or maybe just peek into some matches here and there just to see how these title situations go. You know what I'm saying? Because like yeah. are they are they just gonna give it all to the all the American talent because That's NXT is gonna be there, or are they gonna allow some of these UK talents to hang on to the straps? And then move them to the U.S. to allow them to work, to keep the belts up. I.e., yeah. that's a, a, a call to everybody who hates on seeing ROH stuff 
on AEW television because, hey, this is how you keep the promotion in everybody's thoughts and minds. You display it when you can. So perfect way to do that is this, even though they're kind of consolidating the, the championships for now, you know, hopefully they translate into, like you said, better belts. Or as we mentioned, at least a week or two ago, keep the UK title. Even yeah. though I like that, I like the US NXT belt. Like I like that big yeah. NXT. That shit is dope. It's probably yeah. the best belt in the company. But that yeah, that you had that that you know what it is, I think Lou, is because that the, the shape of that belt calls back to like the belts of the early 90s and the late 80s. Yeah, and I like that brown fucking leather strap with the yeah. with the with the gold and that belt just looks fucking dope, bro. It just looks it just looks it just looks good. And those NXT titles, man, them shits they all look regal, like they it, like you look at those belts and you're like, damn, like them shits. Because the thing is, the WWE titles, them shits look like toys, yo. Them yeah. fucking big W's and and those That's those penny helmets. those penny fucking belts that they got for the tag teams, like them shits just look corny, yo. But those NXT titles, man. Yeah. The tag, the tag, the tag belts can definitely go. I'm one of the few people who don't mind the heavyweight titles with the big w like i just because like i said like in a way it looks like either like you could think of it as it looks like home plate in the, the the design or it looks like the top of a ring like it it, it has just like the oversized like ring look to it the way it, i didn't mind them i didn't mind them i do like the big gold the best the classic nwa title but you know, we'll see what happens with that. But it does sound like a good card. Uh, I, I definitely would. I definitely going to make it a point to check out the flippy dippy, uh, Carmelo Hayes and Ricochet. Oof. And I don't. I don't mind. And I like the fact that they brought down main roster talent because now you're testing them out and seasoning them on the main stage of a pay per view or p or or please to uh to see. Are they ready for the next level? So I saw I that could, clip. I saw I that could, clip on um, I saw that clip on Twitter where uh, Car uh, Ricochet came into the ring and was holding a mic, and Carmelo was like, "Hey, bro, he got a mic in his hand. I don't know if he know how to use that shit." Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Fast. Uh, oh but man, Carmelo I could see cool. Mandy. I could see Mandy losing and coming back up, but yep. coming back up to do what? That would be my question. Yeah, that's a thing. And, you know, do, do we need like, has she improved? Yes. Do, does the main roster need just another sexy woman up there? Vince is gone. So no, but they can move her up there safely because Vince is gone. <laughs> but but yeah, I think but I think I Mandy, think, I think Mandy finally found her character. I think she did she can finally go up to main roster now because she actually found her, her little character there. I will give you that, and I agree. But I think the way the women's roster looks on the main roster side, they have wrestlers. They, yeah. And they, they that that's my difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, the character work is fine. But these women that they have up top now can go. Yeah. Especially the ones that they're highlighting. And as wrestling fans, what do we ask for? Word to the B-Rob. We want the wrestles. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to now move on to the wrestles in AEW All Out. Um, I don't know the order of this card. 
so I'm going to go from top to bottom. Pre-show. Well, yeah, we'll go from the bottom up. And but one question, one question before we get there, Punk is fighting again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is legit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Cool. So. I'm just going to mention the pre-show. We're not going to call any of it because it's pre-show stuff. Hook Bro, versus... 14 matches. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> it's, a... it's Hook versus Angelo Parker for the FTW. Oh. Hook. Pac versus Kip Sabian for the All-Atlantic. And Ishii versus Eddie Kingston pre-show. But now, main card stuff. House of Black versus Darby, Sting, and Miro. Lou, where you got with this one? Where you got? Where are you going? <laughs> oh, man. I, honestly, I, I when it comes to, like, House of Black, I, I never, I've been, like, I think I'm, like, Owen seven on predictions for house of black because i always think they're going in a certain direction and it always ends up not happening um so honestly i i, I really don't know i just want to see the actual match because after seeing that promo with miro and sting and darby mm-hmm. i was like hey man that shit kind of works don't think you kind of work together bro i don't need them like in a stable for a long time but just for like once in a once in a lifetime and shit I kind of like them together, so um, I just kind of want to see the match because you know Sting is gonna jump off of something high, you know Darby's <laughs> gonna do something that's gonna possibly kill him, and you know Miro's gonna be kicking the shit out of people. So um, right. I think I just want to enjoy that match for the brutality of it. But yeah, and and again, as we like to call out AEW for being able to tie uh, the the all the loose ends of stories together, plus also building on stories with this one. It ties together Darby and and um and Brody Brody, Brody. King, Brody King, uh, you know, Buddy and Sting are kind of just there, and this also advances Malachi and Miro, Nick. So where do you got this one? So uh, as I've been very verbal on this show, I'm a big House of Black fan, so I'm pulling for House of Black, but I'm not gonna spend much more time on it because I think everything Lou said is what's gonna happen. Sting's gonna jump off something. Darby's gonna damn near kill himself. Miro's gonna beat the shit out of people. Probably get Buddy. And I think Sting's kind of in that category, which he deserves. All time great. Where Sting don't lose. You know what I mean? It's like he's fighting for the world title where he this match like this. Like oh, we got Sting in. I don't know. I just, I, I'm so picking Stinging them, but rooting for House of Black. And I'm, I, wondering, I, I'm, I'm wondering if Sting is gonna get the mist in the face and no sell it, because that would be fucking that'd be hilarious. That'd be dope too. I, I mean, he can just he can start peeling the paint off, and that was the shield. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was the shield. For it. The, I can I can already see him just getting misted in the face and leaning back, and then just doing the ah shit. Yeah. Like, nope, that shit don't work on me. Well, that'd I'm a. I'm going to go with what y'all said, and Sting's going to jump off of something. Darby is not going to be the one to almost kill himself. Brody King is going to almost kill Darby Allen. <laughs> and Malachi, you know what I think is going to be? Buddy's going to get the pin on Darby. But the story is going to advance for Malachi and Miro. 
that's what I think is going to happen in that one. But I House of I'll I'll be the standout House of Black for the win. Next up, Casino Ladder Match. Mm. Claudio, ROH champion Castagnoli, Wheelie Yuta, Penta, Ray Phoenix, Roosh, Andrade, Dante Martin, and it says somebody to be announced. I don't know if it the was Joker. Our, yeah. Okay. So who was can, going, I, can, I, can I start here? Yeah, go I right ahead. Like this. I don't like this. I don't why like do you have why do you have two people in a faction and a tag team all fighting each other? Like I don't understand this shit. Why do you need to have two see this is what bothers me about it too? You got two people who already have championships. And it kind of, to me, makes their championships look lesser because they're trying to compete to get the AEW, get another title. So it's like, you don't need to have Wheeler Yuta and, and Claudio in this match. They're already fucking super over. They're already champions. Can we get, like, somebody else in here? Like, there's plenty of other people on the roster. The Casino Ladder match is supposed to be, like, something to bring up, like, someone new. So if you're gonna not bring up someone new, I mean, I know you got Dante in there, but you really think Dante's gonna win? And then what? Go to get choked out again by fucking John Moxley? He's not gonna fucking win that. So the depending on who the Joker is, honestly, I think the Joker is gonna be Sammy Guevara. I think they're gonna throw Sammy in there and kind of swerve it because Sammy's off the card now because of you know whatever happened. They gave they canceled their match, so Sammy's not doing anything. So I wouldn't be fucking surprised at all to see Sammy Var come out at that Joker position, bro. Um, some people are saying MJF. I highly doubt that there's that's the way they're gonna bring him back. That would be yeah. kind of dumb. Mm -hmm. um, but I just don't like, you know, you got two thirds of Death Triangle in there fighting each other, and you got the other two, you know, Claudio and, and Wheeler fighting each other to try to. It's just it doesn't make sense to me. Like I, I don't understand it. Yeah, that's so, true. That's perspective you put on it that makes total sense to me. I, as of reading this card, I don't get it either. Two people of the BCC who are both champions fighting, fighting in this, along with a tag team, along with another stable, along with an individual. And I doubt it's Dante's brother coming back just to make the cipher complete of tag teams. And <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I doubt wow. it's that. You know what I'm saying? But it would make sense because of how this lineup is, you know, I can see them wanting to make Ray Phoenix or Andrade, like, like make them made men out of this. Yeah. Like I could see Roosh bowing down in a way and not, not, not physically bowing down, but kind of ushering Andrade to that spot because that's a guy who's a main event player. Yeah. yeah, Andrade is a special, special guy. Like the size, the, the the width of that dude's shoulders, and the size of that dude, it just and it doesn't look like he can do what he does, but he does it. So I can see Andrade pulling this off. I do like the Sammy as the wild card because we all understand what happened now. The backstage beef, you yeah. Know, I, to what I to what I learned, it was was. Sammy fat shamed Eddie in a promo. Eddie wasn't happy about it. Yeah, can we can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, because I I want to give it and shout outs to my brothers from the No Spots podcast. They were the ones who kind of enlightened me 
on what happened because in their news section of their show. And I feel Eddie Kingston on being so defensive about the fat shaming shit. I was a fat dude my whole life, but I'm also a Gen Xer, just like you are, Lou. Sticks and stones may break our bones, but words will never hurt us. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't... <laughs> so here's the thing for me. So, Sammy, uh, Nick, if you're not totally, or, or if anyone listening to this is not totally, like, up on what happened, Sammy cut a promo. I think it was off air. And yeah. he, he was calling Eddie fat. I don't know exactly the verbiage he used, but he basically alluded Eddie Kingston's fat ass. He's a fat ass. He's a fat ass, like, three or four times. He went backstage and Eddie took issue. You can't be, supposedly he was back there yelling, you can't be calling me fucking fat over and over. And it's like, bro, is that Eddie Kingston crying about somebody calling him fat in a promo? Like, my guy, it's a promo. You know it's just business, bro. He's People hate Sammy, so he's going out there and owning it. Yeah, you have a belly, so he's going after that. You could say whatever you want about him because you in the same way. So, like, why don't you just do that? So, I mean, I kind of, I mean, I understand that he took umbrage with it and he slapped him or whatever. But it's like, bro, you got to be a professional, bro. You guys are wrestlers. Yeah. I'm Cutting with up you. promos on each other is what you do, bro. I'm with you on that. And like, as I said, I've been a fat guy my whole life. I've been able to beat people's asses when I was younger my whole life. As a fat guy, I've learned my way to get over it. I'm not telling Eddie Kingston to get over it because I understand where we are at as a people and as a society nowadays. You people are protective over shit that they don't like. So I understand, Eddie, that if that's one of those, if that's your trigger and that set you off, you did what you had, you did what you felt you had to do, but it cost you free show. When yeah. him and Sammy should have been on the main card. Main card, yeah. So yep. I, I, I get it. You cost yourself. Hopefully it's lesson learned. But I am not mad at Eddie being a stand-up guy for quote-unquote fat people. Because of the generation we live in now, the generation we live in now, some people out there need a defender. Some people out there need that representation, which is perfectly fine representation absolutely matters and I'm a person that understands that but I'm going to say it again and I'm gonna rest my case on it again I'm a Gen Xer sticks and stones may break my bones but words and names will never hurt me they used to bother me when I was younger until I had that first fight and until I my wit got better with the <clears throat> jokes now we can go joke for joke all day and then walk away and shake hands. Yo, that roast session was fun. That's it. What was the, what was the kid's name the first fight you had? Uh, uh no, not the, the not the first fight I had. Cause the well, one of the first no, the first right fight I might have truly, truly had was my boy. Um was my boy, ironically. I was in the fourth grade, he was a fifth grader, a man uh DJ XL. Shout outs to Ed. Uh, see, you, um, always then, remember, you always remember you always remember me first. Me and him was scrapping <laughs> like fucking UFC fighters and all the fucking concrete, bro. But then I remember me and my boy Perry Johnson, we had like a series of fights. I, I went up 2-1 <clears> because I was the fat kid that got picked on in elementary school. But then 
the one fight that turned it all around for me was against my boy, Danny Parlovny, who me and him were wrestling friends from back then. I was Mr. Perfect. He was Bret Hart. That was back when I didn't like Bret Hart with the pink and the black, just because of the pink and the black. Now I'm one of the biggest Bret Hart fans ever. But I had a fight with him in front of the school, and I literally dominated him. Once I dominated him, you couldn't tell me shit after that. And it wasn't even like a beaten, beaten where I knocked him out or nothing. It was like, got up, shook it off. We done, we good. Remained friends after that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like that. But that fight there was the, you couldn't, nah. After that, any other fight I had after that, nah, I never lost. <laughs> never lost. Word to, word, <laughs> word to, word to uh, uh, Mr. Ball. Or to anything, you know, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, again, it's, I guess, it's, it's the Gen X perspective in this because, in this millennial new world perspective, you can't say shit about nobody. You know, I don't know if y'all see it, we're not talking about it, but that whole Ari Spears situation with Lizzo. Oh my god, no, yeah. made, god, and I listen, bro. I listen, yeah, we're not. I listen to Ari's <laughs> pod, I listen to Ari's podcast. It it was a joke, but Lizzo became one of those people like a Beyonce. You can't say nothing bad about. Hey, you can't say shit about Lizzo. Yeah, and I I I love me some Lizzo. You know, don't get me. I wrong. have I have two words muted on Twitter because you can you can go into your Twitter settings and yeah. you can mute words so you don't never see, you know, that shit in your feed. I forget what the second word is. Oh, actually, no, I know what it is, but I'm not going to say what it is. But one of the other words is Lizzo. Because I'm sick of fucking seeing... Not that I have a problem with her, but it's just like... For some reason, some of the people I follow like love the shit out of her. So it's always like all over my fucking page. And I'm like, I don't want to see this shit. I don't listen to this shit. I'm not looking at none of this. So I muted her. But my my point of just bringing that up is, again, this new world that we live in is... You can't make... It's literally almost like you can't make fun of nothing. Like, I, I commend comedians that can pull in shows and, and pull in people nowadays and not give a fuck. You know, we just seen what happened with, uh, with, with um, you know, Dave Chappelle, the, the stage running. Yeah. And fucking Chris Rock with the Will Smith running. Irony that we're talking that we're talking about run-ins with wrestling. Yeah, bro, <laughs> well, so Terry said that she looked like a poop emoji, bro. That's that's too much, bro. Yeah, yeah. He he. <laughs> I mean, as, as again, I love Ari Spears, but that's he looks much, like yo. a he looks like a poop emoji himself. But yeah, he could take that because he's a comedian, and all he did was throw out a joke. Yeah, people it's, it's, didn't, but, but people didn't like the joke, and their panties is all tight up. and shit, and so fuck them. But all right, so fuck I mean, them. Not, to, not to cut you or anything, but. Uh, who do we got winning this thing? Andrade. Yeah, I, I said Andrade. I want to go with Andrade too. I want to see. I w- I was gonna say Penta, but it's like Penta's not gonna win the fucking title, and I want him to have a singles title, but he's not gonna win that title. So I'm not right. even gonna bother picking Penta because he's and just out of that team, get choked out. Out of that team, I think it would be Ray that they would yeah, Ray is even no Penta to me pause is the harder dude out of the crew you know what I'm saying like Penta he's is phenomenal man absolutely and he stays healthy unlike Ray yeah he's he's he stay he tends to be a little more healthy unlike Ray but next up jungle boy Christian Cage 
Um, I'll just give mine real quick on this one. Uh, I would like to see Christian Cage win this one. And then Jungle Boy comes back and beats him later. You know, I, that's just me. I, I, I'm not truly invested in this one because I think Jungle Boy has to turn into Jungle Man one day and Luchasaurus has to not be the big dinosaur anymore eventually. I know a lot of the, the, the thing behind this is what is the big dinosaur going to do? Nick, yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I'm i kind of like you. I want the same outtake, Christian, because also Christian's been a savage in those promos. Absolutely yeah. savage. So that's literally... It. And then some fan of Christian, you know, Jungle Boy's been on a roll. We haven't seen much of Christian in a while, wrestling wise at least. So let Christian get the dub. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, that's a that's a trash boy sweep because uh I feel like Christian Cage should win this because this is definitely not gonna be the end of this thing. Yeah. Um, because there's still the whole Luchasaurus. He wasn't even on Wednesday, so we don't know what's going on with that. I feel like they're probably gonna blow this match off in like a gimmick match, probably like a cage or some kind of last man standing or some kind of, you know, false count anywhere type match. I feel like that's where the blow off is going to be. So I'm going to go with Christian for this one. Jurassic Park match. (laughs) Some movie tie-in. Get some, get some uh, ad rev, get some promo revenue. Yeah. They already ate up all the shark week shit. (laughs) You know, no zombies, no zombies. We've seen that mistake already. Next up. Ricky Starks versus powerhouse Hob. I think this could be a banger. I, I think, unfortunately, Powerhouse Hobbs is going to take the L for the lighter-skinned black man. <laughs> I'm going Ricky Starks because I, I think Ricky Starks is that next dude. He could be that next guy with the uh, with the, the TV title. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And Yeah, I like Ricky Starks in this one. Yeah, I, Same, but I want Powerhouse to win. Yeah, That's the one yeah. like AEW original for me, at least, that from day one, I was like, yo, I fuck with this dude. So, yeah, likewise, likewise. Yeah. So I'd like to see yeah. him win. But I agree. If we're doing money on the line, I'm picking Stark. Yeah, I think we're unanimous again on that because I, I, I really, Powerhouse Hobbs is just. I hate seeing him lose because he's so good, and he deserves so much more than than what's happening. Like I thought him and Ricky were gonna like do the tag team thing, and then they went a different direction, which is fine, but um. God, I hate to see him lose, and I hate to see Ricky lose. <laughs> but as Ricky is—it's obvious they're they're putting the rocket on Ricky, so um, he's probably gonna get some kind of roll-up bullshit win because I don't see him like dominating Starks or hitting him yeah. with Rochambeau. I don't even think he can hit Rochambeau on fucking Hobbs. I don't think there's any way. So uh, yeah, it's probably gonna be Ricky, but I think when in, in my heart, I'd rather see Powerhouse win. Yeah, we all agree there. We all agree there. Uh, next up on this list, Danielson Jericho. And to my understanding, with Chris Jericho and his man, the man of multiple gimmicks, is supposed to be breaking out with what hair he has left, the Lionheart version of yep. Chris Jericho. I would like to see the ponytail in the middle of the head come back. <laughs> That's why. That's why two J though. Well, no, he, he did that. that. No, he did that as the Lionheart too. Occasionally, with his, he had his hair out. He had his hair yeah. up. He, he I had it the all over. First time I remember him doing that goofy ass front ponytail was when he came out on on, on Raw that first time with the Rock. With the Rock. That's yeah. the first time I remember seeing it. Honestly, 
Lionheart's always been to me just that long flowing hair and sometimes the little light beard and shit. Yeah, that was the flippy dippy Chris Jericho, but I think the American Dragon, Brian Danielson for the win. Same. They did good. This is something I wanted to see. You know what I mean? Uh, I think this is going to be a really good one, you know, because this Sunday is a full calendar year. Uh, Brian Danielson in AEW. You know, he debuted at. Wow. The, oh, yeah. Shit. Yep. He debuted at the end of All Out last year. So I think he's still on that kind of red hot streak. I just think, you know, I think Jericho will do the J-O-B for him. Yeah. And Lou, I'll throw this to you. Like they said on the UWO, this is the battle for custody of uh what's his name <laughs> of fucking uh what's his damn what the fuck is, i why did i draw a blank on the kid's name fucking uh, I'm, I'm uh daniel garcia oh, <laughs> the, yeah. the battle for custody of daniel yeah. garcia <laughs> and, I'm glad, and i'm glad you brought that up because i actually think jericho is gonna win and i think uh garcia is gonna end up fucking over brian danielson because he's playing this whole I love you, Brian Danielson. I want to save you. And Jericho, you, you should be winning the right way. That shit ain't working for me, bro. That little motherfucker is a little evil bastard. And I think he's going to end up fucking over uh, Danielson to stick with Jericho. Bro, Jericho, if you re- if you look at the story, bro, Jericho, this kid got into a car accident and almost died. Jericho paid his hospital bills. He made sure he was good when he didn't have money. That's like real shit. So... Yeah. I didn't know How are you going to turn your back on somebody like that, bro? He's indebted to Jericho, bro. I really think Jericho's going to win because of some shenanigans with uh, our boy there who's named Maybe him. continue it on, like, a dynamite, like, one yeah, of Yeah, it don't have to end now, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because if Daniels wins, this was then only, what? This has only been going, what, two, three weeks? This rivalry yeah. really hasn't been long. Yeah, it hasn't. It's not even ramped up yet. Yeah, so, yeah, I could see that. I could see, like, kind of what you're saying. Yeah, I'll take that back, actually. Now you're not know, stick to my gut. You gotta stick with what you say. Yeah, I'm standing. Yeah, I'm standing yeah. on it too. Yep. Even though I stand taller than Danielson, but we'll I'm see if on, on Tuesday it. Luke comes in talking that shit. Come <laughs> Tuesday, pause. But next up, <laughs> the Pinnacle makes a return as a team with Wardlow nice. and FTR versus some Impact Originals, Jay Lethal, and the Motor City Machine Guns. So can I go first there? Go right ahead. So excited. Because I like everyone in this match. And the talk online has been... Now, I don't, I'm one of them. I don't get all butthurt about shit like that. But, man, from the end of 21 till probably at least June, July, Warlow was on a fucking roll. Probably one of the most white-hot people on the roster. So the only thing I don't like about this... Is that I think he should be having like a one-on-one match with that title because he's been on such a roll. And the comparison that one of like the uh, Raj Geary, he runs Wrestling Inc., said is it'd be kind of like back in the day when Batista beat Triple H for the title, kind of emulating in a way the MJF relationship. That two months later, well, he'd be in a six-man tag, and that's where I was kind of like, eh. Like, I don't mind it. Like I said, I'm not one of them that gets all barred that he's not doing one-on-one. But I'd rather have him been doing that. But with that being said, I think Wardlow and FTR. And I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at that at all. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, it's the TNT championship. It should be defended on TNT. Yeah. 
Plain and simple. Now, it is a championship. It should be defended at all pay-per-views. I get it. But it's still being displayed at the pay-per-view. So that's to me, is just as important, too, in a way. But, uh, yeah, just because it's who it is on the other side, and we all love Jay Lethal, we got some love for the Motor City Machine Guns. They are not AEW, technically, with the exception of Jay Lethal. So... It is seven star FTR and Wardlow for the win in my book. Yeah, probably uh, Chris Shelley or Alex Saban. One of them two's gonna end up taking the fucking yeah. eating that pin because they're probably gonna save Jay Lethal because he's been on a winning streak and shit. Yeah, but uh, that Wardlow and FTR combination—that's a pretty that's a good one. That's a pretty diesel combination, bro. Wardlow right now is like freaking Doomsday in DC Comics. Like he's basically unstoppable. Um, and I agree with that TNT assessment, bro. That belt, every week he should be wrestling somebody for that belt. Like, this whole not defending the title shit, I don't get it. Yo, I don't understand. Mi- <clears throat> Miro did it. Darby did it. Darby Allen. Cody did it. Sammy, Sammy did. did it. Everybody, yeah, everybody prior to him has defended it every week on television. And He, what, he needs to get back to on track. That's how it needs to be, bro. They need to have them out there every week. There's plenty of people on the roster, bro. Go by the go by the stupid fucking rating system that you have. Your own rating system. You don't even have to build the story. It's just like, all right, who's number one? Okay, we're wrestling next week. That's it. Just have him do it. Is, even if he's paused eating people, who cares? Yeah, yeah, bro. But talking about titles that are TV titles, I do care about this match. Jay Cargill versus mm. Athena. This mm. is good. Yeah. God Almighty, Lou. Yes, thank you for saying it. Thank you for saying it for me. My goodness, good God Almighty. So this that's, is that's a lot. This is the spectrum. This this is the spectrum of you know, <clears throat> of you know what I'm talking about. This <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is the spectrum. My goodness. We try we try not to be uh, you know. Women or anything in that in that fashion, but sometimes you like what you like. It can't be helped. <laughs> and it can't be helped sometimes. And I'm going to go before <clears throat> I give it to Lou. I think I I just might think this is where Jade's run with the championship ends. Yeah, unless because, unless they're trying to get her to 50, which the what's the what's the point of getting her to 50 anyway? Like what would what would be the significance of fifty? Like thirty or fifty? It's the same thing. She's undefeated. At some point, that has to come to an end. Yeah, and it's a brand big, new belt. It's a brand a big, new belt. Yeah, so it, this is a big show. You know what I'm saying? This is a big show. She's already put that title over. They need to have more. That's yet another belt that should be defended on every fucking rampage because rampage or not rampage. Um, Dynamite. So. Dynamite's no, Rampage. on TBS. No, yeah. Rampage. on TBS oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, Rampage right, is right. on TNT. So Wardlow yeah. should be Friday night defending that shit every Friday, and Jade should be defending every fucking Wednesday. But whatever, that's beyond the point. Um, the X factor here is Athena's finisher. That finisher, if she hits that shit on Jade, it was it would be a hundred percent believable that Jade goes down for the one, two, three. Yes. That's the X factor of the match right there. If she's able to hit that fucking eclipse or whatever she's calling it here, then we're gonna have a new women's champion. And honestly, I'd be fine with it, bro, because Jade moving on to the women's title picture, I will be totally fine with that, bro. 
Yeah. Yep, no, I think the same thing. I think the same thing. I'm a big Athena fan, you know. So I think she's believable to beat her. You know what I mean? And like I said, this is like kind of agreeing with you, Lou. There's no point to go to 50. You know, Dan, as you said, it's a new title, you know. So kind of fuck it. Why not? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and let, uh, yeah, they can continue to work the baddies faction without a belt, mm-hmm. which is perfectly fine. It's still working. They're all bad legitimately. So they can, they, the, the story's still there with the baddies. Plus, they can, they can use this as a moment to like, they got to now console their Beyonce. They got to now prop up their Beyonce and bring her back to prominence, which would be the woman's title. And the way it's in limbo now, they could easily have her lose this and then on fucking dynamite or something, just take that interim and then build her to Thunder Rosa coming back. And that would be, Ooh, in, be dope. that would be another yeah. one of those mm, my goodness matches for us here anyway. But you, <laughs> you get me, yeah. you feel me. So I think we're all on the same page as we mentioned. Athena for the win. Mm-hmm. But next up for the interim women's title, Tony Storm versus Britt Baker versus Jamie Hayter and my girl Hikaru Shida. Nick, I'm, I'm gonna go Tony because I think Tony was honestly gonna beat Thunder Rosa anyway. Um, think new show it. I don't, I, I don't know. Mox is kind of a different case, but me personally, the company is still so new, which people forget. Company is still so new that I don't think they need to be running back second champs. The Moxley case was a little different, you know what I mean, because of the injury, but. I don't know. I think I just think Tony here. I don't think Jamie Hayter's got it. I don't think Sheeter should have a second one yet. I'm a big fan of Sheeter. She's someone who won me over very big over in the pandemic. I think she was one of the best performers for AEW during that, personally. Oh, yeah. She, um, yeah, she held it down. So, Matt, much respect to her. But I don't know. I think it's Tony time. I I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I I don't like the idea of Thunderstorm going against each other. But even though I think I agree with you, so I'm gonna I'm gonna run with the Tony Storm pick, even though I I'm not ready to see her as the the, the big champion just yet. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I really think Jade should be the next up with a real with a solid run, and I think she would probably put more prominence to that belt than even Britt Baker did. And Britt Baker was great as champion. I think Riho did a damn good job as the first champion. I think Sheeta was, like you said, was excellent at champion. But this is interim. I think Tony Storm is the most believable for Thunder Rosa to come back to beat, even though I think Thunder Rosa can beat all of them. Or maybe this could be that time where they finally give Jamie Hayter that that boost up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So Lou, I don't know if you're going yeah, that same way, but I'm rocking with Nick. That's actually my pick. I'm picking Jamie Hader. I'm picking Jamie Hader to win because I want her to win. I don't believe she's gonna win because I think they're gonna go with Tony because that's the money match with her and Thunder Rosa because they already have that little, you know, they got the tag team thing and they had the little friction between them. So, um, you know, I'd say that Tony Storm is gonna win, but I would like to see Jamie Hader win the fucking title. Jamie Hader is phenomenal. That girl is dope. She almost wrestles like a like a stardom girl. Like she's stiff, and everything that she does looks good. 
and she looks good <laughs> and she's great uh i can't say enough good things about her um i would love to see her as interim champion um so i'm gonna pick her even though against my better judgment i'm gonna pick her just because i want to see her one i want to give her that throw that in the cosmos for her give her yeah, some, yeah. give her the I rub can, i can feel that i can feel yeah. that but another match i feel that shit's gonna change swerving out glory versus the acclaimed mm. this is that time lou where finally i think finally the acclaimed gets what they deserve arrive yes they have fully formed and arrived i would say that if they weren't doing this whole daddy ass shit with billy gunn i don't get it i don't understand why they need billy gunn in their corner I don't know why they need to hang out with Billy Gunn. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's it's like if it's like they did the scissor me daddy ass thing that one time and Billy was just like, I want to do this every week. So let's just put me with the acclaim. And they, they it's like, I don't get Fan, that. Your fans I mean? love it. The yeah, fans, fans love, love it and it. shit. I get that. But it's like, I, I, I want the acclaim to... I wouldn't be mad if they won, but I want to see them like be a little more not serious. All they don't need to be serious all the time because they're like you know they are who they are. They have their own personalities. Yeah. But I just want to see them take shit a little more seriously, as far as you know, getting up there in their. I mean, I know they're up there in the rankings, but just getting themselves a little more over like as an actual threat because I don't. You know, you got Keith Lee there, bro. I don't see, you know, I don't see them beating them. But stranger things have happened, and I want to see the claim one day with gold. I just don't know if now's that time. So I'm gonna go with Swerve in our glory to retain. Nick, Nick I want them bars with them belts. Yeah, honestly, I'll go either way because I think it's funny. You know, what I mean, like I'm one to criticize when sometimes AEW talks too much about the competition but when the acclaim do it i love it almost every single time i think it's great i just think i'm a big fan of everything they do you know what i mean seeing them live they know how to get a crowd going so this is one of them i'm pulling for them but i don't see swerve in our glory dropping them just yet but i don't see this one ending yet either though i think this is one that's going to continue after the show uh, I, I I don't know about that because I don't need to see teams of black men fighting each other like that. But hey, it's wrestling; black, it, black can, <laughs> it, it can it can happen. But nah, man, I I really this is that time. I think this is that time for the acclaim because looking at it again, swerving out glory though they were a tag team in the independence. To what I've learned as as such, they also can be looked at as these are two guys that were put together by AEW to run as champions this team has been the team since day one in AEW, and then again max with the bars yo like that's that's really where it's at for me max with the bars and the belts yeah it's gotta happen it's gotta happen for me it's gotta happen um i'm gonna go to this one because i guess the main event is the heavyweight championship match the elite Versus who was the other team? Dark Order with Hangman. I believe it's the Dark Order, yeah. yeah it is Dark Order with Hangman. He Hangman, Adam Silver, and Alex Reynolds. Yeah. This one, 
I'm leaving in my brain to be determined because one, I think it's going to be an excellent match first and foremost. Um, this ties together the the whole them versus Hangman situation. You know what I'm saying? Kenny Omega coming back. I know, I know, I know they've kind of preached that these belts were kind of made for Kenny and the Bucks. But I just don't know. I don't know because I believe, and Lou, you made a great point pre-show that you can go in on in a second. I believe the Dark Order is kind of do some favors in a way, if you get me. You know what I'm saying? Like they they they've held on strong since the passing of Brody Lee. Um, even though that that's another situation where now in AEW, I think the Dark Order has run its course. But the fans love Johnny Hungy. <laughs> we, we love some Johnny Hungy out there, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think Kenny came back for a reason. That's why it's, it's too hard to pick. It's too hard to pick, yo. It's too hard to pick. This is one of the weird one where, like, I, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I feel Dark Order and Hangman are gonna win. Um, just because of the way they've built up this Hangman shit that he's gonna join, he might not join. And you know, we need a partner. We don't need a partner. The Young Bucks wanted him, and then he chose not to go with them to hang out with the Dark Order. That's that just that whole thing. Um, I feel like it's gonna be Dark Order and it would be it would be it's not gonna hurt the Bucks to lose. The only the only thing for me is like Kenny just came back and yeah. like he's not gonna win. Like that shit's kinda weird unless the only other thing I can think of is um Will Osprey kind of doing something because he was kinda like laid out on the ramp a little too long for my liking at the end of that uh trios match. So it was kind of like, okay, is he going to, like, do something? And also the fact that he put out that tweet that he's like, all right, I'm done with AEW for yeah. a while. Thanks, Tony Khan. See you later. You won't see me. That's kind of like kind of like a out of sight, out of mind. You think, oh, he's gone. He's going back to Rev Pro, and we're not going to see him at all out. And then he shows up and does some shit. So, yeah, uh, I think with all those things combined, I think it's going to be Dark Order and, and Hangman, bro. I really think they're going to do it. And then that'll set up Kenny and uh, what's his face? Osprey for later on the, in a one-on-one. -on -one. Quick, quick break in news. Venus and Serena lost in the doubles. Oh, shit. Serena killed yeah. it yesterday. Yeah, so hopefully she runs on and closes it out like yeah, the champion shit. that she is. Yeah. But, Nick, it's on you. Bam. I got to go be elite on this one. I think kind of like what we both said, Kenny came back for a reason. I think this is it. Now would it be math? Dark Order 1? No. Especially if, because uh, for a while, I was thinking the elite were going to go to the finals and lose because Adam Cole and uh, the undisputed elite, whatever you want to call them, were going to interfere. But as we all learned in the last day or two, Bobby Fish's contract won't be renewed. and. Uh, People think it's because he said he would go to war for Triple H. I don't think so. I just don't think, as we all said, he's kind of whatever. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just. I think boils down for me is Kenny came back for a reason. I think this is the reason. Good point. And last but not least, running it back, Moxley, the full undisputed 
heavyweight champion of AEW versus CM Punk in Chicago. This is longer. This is gonna go longer than three minutes. God, yes. I think, even though I don't like the hot shotting and the bouncing back and forth, this is where CM Punk gets it back. Hometown, Nick, it's on you. Yeah, um, I want to just ask if the plan all along was this. This is what makes me think it's punk, like you're saying, Dan. The hometown crowd and all that, and think it makes it a better win when you win the title. Not, I kind of retain my title because you weren't the real champion. So I don't know. Like I'm cool at seeing this match again, especially because I want to see an actual match. But, and I'm open to any opinion and ideas and listening. But I don't know. I don't think you needed to do last week to do this. Um, and then Moxley coming out and doing the contract, and then Punk signs it, which I liked the way it went. That was a good promo, just the whole build up. But yeah, I think Punk. I think Punk's Punk's gonna get his run, and then. If we do CMJF at all, this might be where it is. Coming out, just like the All Out ended last year. You had two brand new guys come back, uh, debut with Cole and Danielson. I think All Out ends this year with MJF. And because so, MJF's going to get a pop. So here's my thing um, this whole situation has been so weird and we haven't really talked about it on the show because it's it's there's been so much speculation and so many dirt sheets and so much other shit that we're just like let's play it out let's see what happens let's see what they cook up a lot of people are upset with that they gave they quote unquote gave away the match on free tv it was a fucking three minute squash match they didn't give anything away mm-hmm. all they did was solidify moxley as the champion this guy is the champion there's no more interim bullshit that's what that match did. I don't know if people understand that or not. So they didn't give anything away. They gave away three minutes. Like, if they would have had, like, a 26-minute match, then that would be a different story. So I think it's going to be Punk, obviously, because they're in Chicago. But I think he's going to turn heel. And I think he's going to be with MJF. I don't know how they're going to do it where they kind of fuck Moxley over. But I think that's going to be the play. And then <clears throat> I think you're going to have... Uh, a little duo going on there. Now, I don't know if they're going to add someone else to this thing because obviously Moxley's in a group, so he's got his backup. Then you're going to have Punk with MJF and God knows who else. Um, I'm thinking ahead, but I, I honestly think that Punk is going to get the belt, but it's going to be, it's not going to be, he's not going to hit the GTS and fucking beat Moxley one, two, three clean. That That's not going to happen. I don't give a fuck if he's in Chicago, if he's in the United Center, if Jordan's front row. <laughs> that shit is not going to happen. He's going to win, but it's going to be in a heel fashion. And then he's going to go on a run, but it's going to be as heel punk. So how that's going to happen, not sure. But I, I smell an MJF appearance. Yeah, I, I can see the MJF appearance. I don't see what you say, though, in a MJF and punk pairing because... We've seen that at an MJF already. We've seen that at MJF with Cody. We've seen it with Jericho. Jericho, yeah. We don't, we don't, that, that kind of MJF is done and gone. The, the having to grow off of somebody, nah, he don't need that. That man can stand alone. And I think, will there be shenanigans? Possibly. But 
I don't see the shenanigans as far as uh, as far as like them running together. I could see maybe MJF coming out to the to the, the just to the runway, like kissing the ring, giving them a point, like your next type of thing, something like that. But nothing to interfere with the match, especially after that three minute squash. Um, and the interesting thing, thinking about the three minute squash, they played Punk with like the ankle injury and all of that, the lower leg injury. So why are they running it back so soon if his thing was hurt? yeah that's a little question you know it's it's very yeah. questionable and i i will give a, a, a aw that that they fucked up with that one you know they they, they fucked up with that one because it's just they could have left that match off of tv just period yeah. let them do a face-to-face and mock beat mox beats him up for three minutes mm-hmm. you know <clears throat> but i'm fine with it because as i mentioned before and i'll say Excuse me, and I'll say it again. I don't like this interim stuff. Yeah, I get it because it keeps the tell it keeps the belt and the title relevant for television. But that's it. It's not necessary. I make somebody the champion, like I've said before, and I'll say it again within both companies because we covered both companies tonight. 30-day rule. Bring that shit back. Or WWE, make it a 60-day rule. Because you know Roman don't fight that often. Whatever. But make it to where you gotta, you have to, uh, they have to fight and compete for them belts and them titles within at least a 30-day period or a 60-day period, whatever the case may be. Fuck that interim shit. If they can't compete, they lost the strap, it's vacant, you do many tournaments to do that. Tournaments always work. And I'll leave that at that. The good show, I think we're up for some damn good pay-per-view watching or plea watching this weekend. Um, but yeah, I, I I think this is going to be another great weekend of wrestling. Um, this wasn't the first, this isn't the last time that we're gonna get a stacked up WWE and AEW weekend, you know, and yeah, I, I interesting how they chose to go with the fight with a. You know what they could have done? They could have ran the NXT show Saturday night to give people a full day of television, seeing that NXT is still at full sale. Oh yeah, isn't that weird that they're doing like main roster shows on Saturdays now NXT shows on Sunday. That's, that's so weird. It's, it's so mean, weird to me to not have WWE pay-per-views on Sunday. But, but it, I, nobody, I, I dig it. I like it too. Nobody goes out the way they used to though yeah. on Saturdays. Yeah. You and like I saying? said, I, I dig the overseas shows because at 10 o'clock that shit's going to end by the latest one, four yeah. o'clock for you guys. You got your whole day and night. It's it's like watching Saturday morning wrestling again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool WWF superstars. But I'm cool with this show being a wrap. This was another good one. Another prediction show. Next week, though, I think we might pee ourselves laughing because we got some funny shit lined up for y'all. I am your boy, the mayor, that DJ name Ace 5. Once again, Google us, bitches, the Star 5 podcast. Our SEOs are straight. You can find us anywhere, especially across these streaming platforms. Please subscribe to the YouTube Make sure you're following on TikTok at the Starting Five Podcast. 
and also on Instagram at the starting five underscore podcast Lou. I'm sorry, I'm watching She Hulk twerk for some reason with Meg the Stallion. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Hell of a way. Uh, Lou from the BX, your boy. I'm not gonna do all the AKAs, but you already know the everything podcast show.com. The everything podcast on Instagram. From there, you can hit my drum link. From there, you can find everything you need to find. New episode is dropping tomorrow night at some point. Uh, probably going to be a bunch of nonsense because I have no content. But, hey, it's all good. It's what we do. Sometimes you got to wing it, just like we wing this show from time to time. But most importantly, well, well, follow my name. But most and most importantly, follow the show. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Come on the show. We're open to everyone. Every, anyone and anyone can come on this show. Follow us on Instagram at Wrestling Is Trash, and then on Twitter because of character restrictions, as B Rob says, Wrestling Be Trash. We had a great time doing the show. We're all excited for the weekend of wrestling. We hope you are just excited. Everyone, go enjoy it. See you next week.